0: hey everybody we're live on the side quest live chatting all about video games on a weekly basis most mostly every seven days sometimes eight or nine or ten depending on <laughs> schedules it's been ten days actually since the last time we recorded which was the summer game fest live uh, drink along but <clears throat> we're here um, I'm Dolly Domofsky one of your hosts joining me over this way is uh the underscore double underscore j j j
1: j over here yes yes there
0: guys. he is also joining us because they're definitely here because we definitely they they wanted the the show to be on sunday definitely they were going to make it because they couldn't make it friday so said, we gotta do it sunday
1: listen S- sam we- zach and taylor yeah so, how you guys doing uh it's great to hear. Uh, great to hear. Uh, oh, listen, don't don't also we also wanted you to take a break. It was ridiculous for you yes. to come back from vacation and plop yes. your ass in front of the computer. So don't try to throw shade at everybody else. We were we were also thinking about you. <laughs> you know,
0: it, I will, I was ready to freaking go on uh, on Friday. I was tired as hell, but I was ready to go and all you guys are like you can we're thinking about you, Dolly. You got a lot of shit to do because i yeah. I had to DJ real, a wedding
1: on Saturday. That's real Real, yeah. real, real, real fucking assholes we are. Yeah. Real fucking I mean, considered I've, assholes. I've 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 held up my end of the bargain. I said, you did. today. You, and did. you here, know I'm, what? Here I am. And for
0: that, I'm giving you a thousand. I'm not I actually no, I'm not thousand, prom- I'm th- not gonna promise anything.
1: Thousands <laughs> thousands I'm gonna give you a thousand. Side, side- yeah. Thousand side questing points.
0: A thousand side questing points go to JJ. It makes you the winner this week. Yeah,
1: it's like whose line is anyways, where the where the points don't matter. (laughs) I
0: like that actually. We're gonna start doing that. A thousand a thousand side questing points. That might be the title of this episode. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So it's gonna be a fun a fun episode, even if it's just the two of us. Yeah. Because there's there's plenty plenty to go over this week. Um, you've got a couple games that you're gonna talk about, but. Let's before we get to that point, really. Let's get into all the crazy ass crazy news that uh, has been happening, um, and there there has been a lot. It's the Summer Game Fest, my friend. It it's is. the Xbox thingy, bobber. It's <laughs> <thingamabobber> <laughs> whatever else, well, whatever else is happening, yeah. um, and uh, it's it's good. It uh, let me. I'm gonna queue up some of the news here because, like I said, there was plenty. We'll plow through some of the stuff that that happened. We'll we did the summer game fest live thing, um, but we'll uh, we'll go through. Um, let's see. You didn't make you didn't you didn't make it through the summer game festing, did you? Oh, uh,
1: I mean, I, I I watched it. I listened yeah, to it yeah. at work, but because it was Thursday at like nine o'clock <coughs> in the morning. Sure,
0: sure, yeah. sure, sure. Well, we'll get into. Um,
1: uh, hey.
0: What what the. What yeah, the yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor is here. I'm gonna put yeah. you up top here. Happy Father's Day, Taylor. You made it.
2: Happy Father's Day, buddy. Yeah, Uh oh, yeah, sorry, I'm late. It's all right,
0: it's all right.
1: You are forgiven
0: yeah. because you actually made it, though. But JJ, I'm... being the first one here, got a got thousand side questing points. Yeah, so... so it's great. You're already
1: behind. I'm ahead.
2: That's yeah. fine. JJ gets all of his predictions wrong, so it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, <laughs> actually, I gotta three make it. I got to make them up where I can. You know, it's
0: funny. I, you know, we will, I will bring that up in a second, but, um, we were just getting kicked off on talking about the, uh, summer game fest happenings, All the stuff that sort of happened after summer game fest, the major one being, um, the Xbox and Bethesda event. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna share my screen here. There was a lot of shit that, uh, that came out of that, um, came out of that event. And, uh, a few things that we could talk about, but, uh, Let's start here with, um, uh, you know, the Redfall. You guys interested in talking about Redfall? No. No. Redfall. <laughs> I mean,
1: I I mean Redfall just, Red, Red I looks to, fine. Yeah. yeah, it looks I, fine. I, no. I feel like we've said, we've talked about Redfall enough, and there's not a whole lot of new that they showed off, just more. So.
0: We talked about Redfall once, and that yeah. was enough, which is, yeah, oh, my like, shit. <laughs> Sam Dixon made it.
2: What's up, Holy friends? Holy crap. Oh.
0: My God. Oh, four what of that us here that? now. Fuck,
2: fuck that OK quest guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so what I Sam, missed. Such vitriol. We just,
0: just giving you a heads up, we're, uh, we gave 1,000 side questing points to JJ to make him the winner because he was the first yeah. one on the episode. So we're going to start <laughs> keeping track of points every week, and the winner gets all of our... uh all of our love or something we'll, yeah. we'll think of that sam, Anyways, sam, gets,
2: sam sam gets 2 000 points for showing up last so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that's yeah. a great yeah. great idea. yeah hey well some <laughs> of us worked,
3: shows up some of us worked for 12 hours today and then got home and hadn't seen uh their significant others all weekend so thought they talked with them for a little bit before you know immediately jumping into more work but that's cool that's cool everybody
2: <laughs> very smart, <laughs> very smart.
1: Very, so glad that's not the you. your um. yeah. your first mistake is considering any of this work,
2: <laughs> correct, correct.
1: This is just. This oh, is just are, friends are you hanging not being out, paid
3: man. to be friends with Dally? I, I've been receiving monthly checks since like twenty
1: fourteen.
0: The stipend that uh, I'm, yeah. yeah you, <laughs>
1: I'm just. I'm so goddamn charming that he doesn't have to pay me. He's just happy to be for me to be here.
0: Yeah, JJ pays me actually. <laughs> um, no, we just started talking about the Xbox Bethesda event. We're gonna kick things off there uh Redfall, Redfall's a thing guys um yep. we talked about it exactly one time before this and i think that was last year during the xbox bethesda event and right. uh and it here it is again uh, i know they showed the they showed the trailer and it, this is an arcane game i think right yeah uh, sure cool hey uh, i'll play it,
1: I'll play <laughs> I mean, it. it like, it'll yeah. be on game
0: pass so i'll, I'll, I'll play yeah. it. this <laughs> is gonna be one of the interesting i will say this this may be one of those games that doesn't sell very well. Oh, it like, really this does, a game.
1: Pa- this is a Game Pass game. This is, <laughs> this is a Game Pass
0: game where it's like, oh, I'll play it on Game Pass. I am not going to. Now, other games like Starfield, which we'll get into, those games I may actually consider purchasing because I want to have the cool swag, collector's edition, disc, yada, yada, yada. But Red uh, redfall I think that sucker is going to be on my... On my hard drive for taking up a little bit of space until the next thing shows up on Game Pass yeah. and then it won't be on my hard drive
1: anymore.
3: Um,
0: once see, uh, once I Red need Fall,
1: 72 gigabytes for something, yeah, Redfall's yeah. going
3: away. <laughs> with Redfall, if you use the word arcane or dishonored anywhere in the sentence of uh, what this game is or who develops it, uh, I'm very interested. Uh, yes. And I, I, you know, we haven't seen too much. And I think that first sort of like cinematic trailer they showed, mm-hmm. um, I mean leads you to believe that they've got cooler powers and stuff than that than what they've showed because right now they've showed what a glorified shield and somebody that's basically yeah, a yeah. WoW hunter that has a, yeah
2: i mean this yeah. this this game just like between everything that we've seen so far it, it feels very strongly to me of uh, of good showing and less interesting game to me yeah yeah that's just that's just the impression that I get from it um, Being. Yeah
3: being told that I can play the entire thing single player and not feel yeah. like I've missed out on yeah. the experience also helps gauge my interest in it. Um, so, I mean, you'll, Very true. I don't know if I'm looking out there to buy like a physical copy if it is on games pass. Um, but you know, I could be suckered into a collector's edition, given the right stuff.
0: Uh, Moving on. The silk song is arriving on game pass day yeah. one, which is cool. Hell
1: yeah.
2: That's a um, that's a big that's a big pickup. Yeah. I feel I felt it like. is.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a big pickup. Uh, whatever day one is, it's it's in the next twelve months. Is all we know. Yeah, <laughs> supposedly and based on based <laughs> on
1: the messaging of this particular uh summer games jam fest. Whatever. Thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but uh, yeah, that's basically it. Uh, Silk song Silk song is coming. I think they showed another trailer. Um, but that's all. That's it. Just it's coming well, to game. Yeah, I mean, day the- one.
2: The trailer was just like, yeah, this sure looks like Hollow Knight. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's more of it. Um, I'm, not a, not, I, I, mean, I don't get Hollow Knight does nothing for me. Um, but I know a lot of people love it, so whatever. Uh, Silk like Song, people are interested in it, and I'm not gonna be upset that people are. So that's good news. Good news. Yeah. Again, anything on Game Pass, I think getting it out there is is a win for sure. Um, something else coming to game pass riot games <clears throat> this the more <laughs> i thought about this the bigger it became yeah, in my kind of, head
1: this is kind of fucking ridiculous isn't it yeah. just like hey guys here's like the fucking heroes for league of legends like <laughs> like no you, here it is you have game pass you have these legends that we we lock behind a paywall here you go enjoy mazel tov. like it's wild I don't know. It it feels
2: like... I saw saw some people chatting about it. Um, I don't know what the dollar amount is. I'm sure that that's out there, too. But just, you know, casually, I saw people talking about, like, 1,100 to 1,500 hours of playing League to unlock all of the characters.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it it unfortunately comes about 10 years too late late. for my uh, League of Legends uh, play time, but... Um, yeah, I mean, th- what? How they have what? Like over 130 characters or something like that. Um, and I think like the champions pack, at least back in the day when I played, gave you like, uh. maybe 12 or 14 of them. Yeah, um, and it's so...
0: 640. It, right now, it's about 641 dollars to buy every champion in League of Legends. So it, if you're if you're a League of Legends Stan, um, you definitely want to get Game Pass because it's a hell of a lot cheaper than <laughs> than spending 641 it's, bucks. This but is also it's
1: this is great also at the... into it. This is also them cashing in on like on good timing too yeah, because yeah. a lot of people have gotten interested in the League of Legends universe because of the show because
2: Ar- Arcane of Arcane, yeah. of
1: Arcane yep. and like this is actually sort of cashing in in a timely manner unlike mm, right. most of the things where they cash in like a year or two too late like especially well, with am I more wrong stuff Is
3: Wild Rift not supposed to come to consoles at some point I thought the whole point of that was a console and a mobile version of League of Legends. Uh and I have just they they I thought they were going to do a beta for consoles this summer and I've just never heard anything about it. It's, well it's
1: coming to Game
0: Pass. So. <laughs> it's um coming to Game Pass for PC and mobile. Yeah and that oh, and yeah. that's
3: what confused me is because yeah. they just didn't mention anything about yeah. Wild Rift potentially coming to consoles and you would think that, you know, that Wild Rift stuff would cr- cross over if it's Xbox coming to
0: Switch. I thought like isn't it coming to to Switch at some point? I think that was
3: I swear that it was like like you know all major consoles and you know mobile was the yeah. whole point that wild rift and you know also to get out there in front of um okay uh like all those other handheld uh league of legends ripped offs
2: yeah. yeah, i mean the the last they talked about it, I think was like marchish and okay. that they won't have any major updates to that before next year, so. In terms of the Wild Rift on consoles, okay, All right. and uh, the total the total number of current champions is a hundred and sixty.
0: There you go. Which is yeah. which is quite. The <clears throat> um, I think. Anyways, it's it's a great, absolutely a great thing because that's just League of Legends. You're yeah. six hundred forty one bucks. I mean, you open up the yeah. Valorant stuff, the yeah. Legends team fight. Uh, it really becomes a big save, and it's a great way to get people into play i mean this this
2: is the biggest thing is that you want you want you want to create captive audience um and you know riot is probably doing the numbers and it's like hey it's getting harder Mm -hmm. um you know and if you pull people in you let people play whatever they want and then all of a sudden now the now the consumer has two choices if they get hooked on the game do you keep paying for game pass to have all of them, or do they fall off of Game Pass and just give sure. Riot the money directly to keep playing that champion that they unlocked and now like to play, and will lose if they don't give money to somebody? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, that's a that's a big one. Massive, massive, definitely, definitely. Uh, next one, I'm literally going through this. Forza, this is the the Sam and Dolly portion of the show. Hey, hey! hey.
1: Actually, yeah, you too. Is well.
0: I'm sorry. You're, right. You're, right. you're You're a car guy. I forgot. You buy as many car games as I do, if not more. Sometimes.
2: Um, you guys just let me know when we're when we've moved yeah. on. Yeah. All
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. This is the extremely niche, uh, one of the highest selling, uh, uh, you know, yeah. market products. But also, I never
2: niche. said extremely niche. <laughs>
0: you said niche. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's uh, Forza is a massive game. Uh, this is sort of the reboot of Forza Motorsport, uh, since there's, it's unnumbered. Um, <clears throat> but
1: it's it's I one of say. those things where, as much as I love uh, the Horizon games, sometimes I just want menus. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes when it comes to racing, I just want to like click some menus and then get into a race. I don't want to have to like fast travel across a map or something to get to a race. Like they both hold a specific part of my uh enjoyment in racing games you know they both fill a different part of the genre for me but my favorite thing is just sim racing i just want to i just i just want to plug into some uh, menus i want to tune my car up i want to qualify and i want to go what's
0: what's really cool about forza uh i'm I'm glad they've they have split horizon and motorsport but motorsport it's a sim game because you can tune to all yeah. heck and, and get all you know every detail, every millimeter about each car. At the same time, the social gaming aspect mm-hmm. of it, I think, is still does, pretty freaking phenomenal. Yeah, and it, so, it does a
1: lot hmm. to like you know with Drivatars in this scenario. I think drivatars yeah. are way cooler in motorsport oh, for than sure. than Horizon, uh, because it sort of creates a sort of like asynchronous uh multiplayer with your friends mm, for like mm. when you're for like league racing uh it's pretty cool um you know in, in uh horizon it mostly feels like you're just trying to dodge <clears> them <throat> while getting to another uh, track right right um but i just it, it's also it's super friendly as a sim because you really yes. can't just like because you know they know that they're a more casual sim so like they still have the rewind features and the sort of like auto tune. It's like, "Oh, you just want it to be a B-class car, then just click click this and we'll mm-hmm. just install the parts and tune them how you like it or you can just go in and do, you know, the minute things. It's it, it you can make it Gran Turismo, but you can also just make it an arcade racer if you really felt like it.
0: I uh f- the Forza Motorsport series um Stuff as accessible as you want it to be, but you can make it harder. Exactly. Just what like what uh, what JJ yeah. was just saying. <laughs> the the Forza series. So I work in the auto industry full-time, right? And car guys are not really gamers, especially dudes who are in their 50s and late 50s, early 60s were not are not gamers. <clears throat> when Forza was announced um years ago when it kind of launched on the 360, uh, <clears throat> I know my studio um picked up a bunch of Xbox 360s and a bunch of copies of Forza and Forza a bunch of car Forza. seats.
1: Was two the first one on the 360? I think it was Forza two, uh, right? Yeah. Cause Forza are th- three. For-
0: yeah. 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 Either way, it was uh definitely, yeah. you know, it, the social aspect of it got all these, you know, old white dudes oh. to want to play video games on an Xbox. And get Xbox Live. And it's, you know, yeah. I'd be I befriended all of them. And all of a sudden I saw them like dabbling in Halo, yeah. dabbling in some of those other bigger games. And now those a lot of those guys play games religiously because they got into it through Forza. So and, I I mean I and, I freaking love for I love the way Forza handles and feels more so than Gran Turismo. Um this to me is the 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 perfect sim-ish racing experience on consoles. Yeah. <clears throat> cool, that's Forza. Love it. Uh let's go to the next one. Um which would be let's go to page 2 here.
3: I just we want have, to say uh, as the as the hyper specific thing about Forza while you're looking, uh yeah. two things stuck out to me during that um that sort of reveal. Uh mm-hmm. one of them is that uh they're doing ray tracing on track. Um yeah, now that might be creative That's wording. pretty massive uh, because technically Gran Turismo does ray tracing on track during replays. Yes, um, only replays. So, but only so replays. you could you could play the wording game mm-hmm. on that. Um but more interesting I think to me is they talked about redoing the physics engine for the game. Um especially because Horizon uh redid the braking model um which you know was kind of strange for the arcade one to go out of its way to do that. Um, And I never thought the braking model was necessarily bad in the Horizon series or in the Forza series until I went back and played. I want to say it was not seven. It was the other PC one. I think they called it Forza Apex. Um, I I, I played some of that. And, yeah, braking is completely different um, in consideration of, like, ABS and, like, actually locking tires. Uh, And it'll be interesting to see in their sim um, because it is kind of a light sim. But now if you're going to start doing breaks more accurately, you know, how are we going to talk about like tire dig actually feeling um, more yeah, responsive baby. and more realistic uh, than it has in the Forza games before? And also to your point about Gran Turismo, uh, that series has always felt like stiff and kind of snooty in comparison. And yep. yeah, some of that's like, you know, it's just cars. So, you know, there's aspects of that. You know, it's more Goodwood Festival than it is, like, Nitro Rally yes. out there in the mm-hmm, backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, Gran
1: Turismo has absolutely zero personality to it. Like, that's yeah, the thing right. about and Gran that, Turismo. That
3: be, yeah, yeah. yeah, that thing is like um, like a somebody's, like, essay on cars. Mm-hmm. Um, and Forza's always felt like, you know, you and your buds going out and getting a few beers and doing donuts uh, yeah. <laughs> out well, cause, in the backyard.
1: Because, like, with the Forza Vista stuff, like, at that one point they had, like, uh, the... Uh, top gear i always forget his name now uh, jeremy jeremy clarkson right jeremy, yep jeremy, yeah mm-hmm. yep. had him like talking about the cars as he wandered around them uh in like yeah. one, in, like forza motorsport three or something yeah. like it was really just like a celebration The one of, where
0: they had of, they had like, connected to it remember that one and they yeah. the that was actually kind of badass i gotta yeah.
1: say it worked it surprisingly worked <clears throat> not yeah. well but worked
0: yeah <laughs> um yeah forza Fortnite Fortnite Minecraft Legends uh which I am i strangely excited about this, this, game, this game looks game. cool I don't
1: give a shit about Minecraft too much but this game looks I don't cool. care
0: about original old school Minecraft <laughs> yeah. at all um but I like uh what is it Minecraft adventure what's the dungeons? dungeons I like dungeons I think that's that's a blast and this looks cool to me from a sort of action uh uh real time strategy game I think is a it's, is a really neat idea
1: yeah. It's fun th- having them give Minecraft personality yeah. with, except it's, and not have you personally injecting the personality in it. So it's kind of I like it
0: there. Yes, I completely agree. And it, it's good to see them really pushing the pushing, you know, the IP. I'm waiting for Minecraft cart to show <laughs> up, fucking- which, you know, is on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I love seeing, you
1: know, I, I, I love what they've done with Minecraft in recent years where they've got like RTX Minecraft and stuff where they're just like yeah. going through the map and there's like God rays in a fucking Minecraft game. <laughs> fucking with
0: that. Yeah, this is coming uh, 2023, I believe within the next 12 months, <laughs> within the next 12 months to, to every platform out there. So yeah, cool. Uh, give me, give me more cool Minecraft ideas like this because they're easily digestible and, um, yeah, I think it's good. Uh, and then, obviously, real big news, the Persona the,
2: series. The big one. It, the big one, yeah.
0: Oh, look at it, I wrote the Persona finally series arrives on. Oh, <laughs> I gotta, I, Nice, I, nice I, darling. I just now see that. All right, Grandpa. See. Grandpa, um, yeah. Be, anyways, <laughs> the Persona series finally arrives on Xbox.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, um,
2: yeah. I mean, you, you uh, were just so excited yeah. that your, the words yeah. got a little jumbled. It, it might yeah.
0: have been. Uh, yeah, I wrote thought it was there already now it is i really did think that like at least p5 was was on an xbox or something was on xbox but it wasn't um the uh yeah it's it's cool to get these games on they are also coming you know p3 and p4 are coming to playstation platforms yeah. the other rumors will show up on nintendo as well but they're basically it's coming to everything right now yeah i'm not gonna say it. say it no it's coming to everything which is i think it's a great um a real good, a real good thing for for Persona, and then yeah. it's it, that, that is a very true. Step. Yeah. And it was like a thousand things I was writing all at once. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, uh, I'm glad that Persona 3 is like, uh, Persona 3 was like my first introduction into the Persona, like, like, it was I most a- people, it was yeah. most people's, yes. yeah. like, like, because I had the uh PS2 mm-hmm. uh, vanilla uh version of Persona 3. And then got fess, and now uh, it's been kind of a pain in the ass to play Persona 3, unless you have old hardware. And even if you have old hardware, it's kind of still a pain in the ass to get a cold of Persona 3. So Yeah, uh,
2: but, I mean, yeah. most recently it was either... I don't know if you could get it working on a PS4, because uh, it, yeah. cause it was working on Vita, because yeah. the Vita was natively running a bunch of uh, PSP games. So it was running yeah. P P3, three P3P. Yeah, but uh, yeah, guess, I'm I'm just glad really- that I I held out long enough that Royal came to a console, so I didn't have to buy two versions of Persona Five uh, <laughs> because I have it. I bought it on PS4, never beat it. It became free on PS4, uh, mm-hmm. not the but not the Royal version. Yeah, um, right. And I was like, me, I can't do it. I can't buy the Royal version before I even beat. The first version, and <laughs> now I don't have to. Came to me.
0: Okay, no, it's a cool, cool reveal. Um, exactly. I think it's a big deal for for yeah. for
2: Atlas in general, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know Atlas was one of those studios or one you know studio and and also sometimes publisher that just like kept stuff siloed for weird reasons, like Strikers branching out, but not persona proper how many hours is that i, have no I think it's idea. like 20 extra yeah hours i was gonna
1: say i think it was like 20 to 30 hours yeah. extra yeah. Yeah. or something yeah
2: <laughs> it's um, an entire ass game which is crazy. it, is. Yeah. it really is. <laughs> yeah. which is more than i
3: can get into
1: I can, yeah, but the character insane. and everything yes yeah, so. yeah it is sort no. of wild
3: that royal is coming in what october and then there's yeah. no dates on four and three um, and it seems like we're going to get four first, and then three second at, a, at yeah. an even later yeah. date. Four can't take within that... the next twelve months. But
2: oh, that, I mean, I guess I guess we're talking about Xbox. I mean, but the only thing I give a shit about is PC. But yeah. the and Persona I mean, it's 4... PC
0: as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, Persona got...
2: Four is already on Steam, and it has yeah. been for a couple yes. of years.
0: Yeah,
2: so yeah. That one shouldn't no, take either. that much work. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> um. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Next next one there. Uh obviously we saw that Starfield gameplay, which yeah. <clears throat> looked like a Bethesda, it looked like a Fallout. Dude, space yeah. Game. It, yeah, it was yeah. it
2: was Fallout in Space to me one hundred and ten percent. It was Fallout yep. fall Which I'm totally space. fine
0: with. I do love I do love me some love me some Fallout. Um the the only thing I mean I, I actually like the what do they call it? No Man's Skyrim. People were kinda of calling it that a little bit. Yeah. It's it's kind of but not really. Uh I did like. I, I did sort of hesitate a little bit when they said, "There's guess what? There's a thousand planets, and you can land anywhere on every single one of these." It's, it thought, was. It
2: was. A, it was a classic, like Expo hype it talk. Was. And then, it and then you're like, but then you think about like what you want this game to be. I'm like, I don't want. I don't want a thousand planets.
0: <laughs> and you know, it, it was funny because you, you could probably guess that. Out of those a nine hundred and seventy five are probably yeah. just rocks where you're mining yeah. whatever randomly generated little yeah. uh, stuff is on there. It's um, how many
1: how many planets yeah. will I see? The answer is how many planets do I have to visit on the main quest line? I guess exactly That's- exactly. <laughs>
3: You know, it's funny because the further it went in the presentation, the like less interested I became in Starfield. (laughs) The only piece of that that I was like, oh, that'll be fun to me, at least was the sort of like ship customization stuff and that they're going to have like actual like ship combat. Although like, you know, they're like, we have so many solar systems and stuff like it feels like that flying stuff is going to be restricted to like very specific points in time. Because I don't think they want you flying from like one edge of the galaxy to another and be like, well, I just right. played six hours of, you know, a flight sim where I held the stick forward. Um, so, yeah. I, yeah. you know, it's, you know, comparing it to Fallout, like it's a huge negative to me. I've never yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm, I guess I'm contrarian because I've never really enjoyed anything that Bethesda has put out like uh, or has like any of like I do not like Elder Scrolls. I did not like Skyrim. Um, I don't like the fallout series and, you know, like I'm interested in space. I gave no man's sky a try and it was like, so unfocused that, and even now there's so much you can do in no man's sky that it just feels like, I I don't know what I want to do. There's, you know, I want to do this, but then it seems like, okay, well, you've got to build up in this tree and it's like, you've got to commit 10 hours until you're ready to do this.
1: I think, but like at the same time, at least No Man's Sky sort of understands that it has no focus. Like it's just whatever you want the game to be. Like, like I was about to call this Skyfall, and I have no idea why. Uh, <laughs> Starfield, <laughs> Starfield is definitely gonna want, definitely will, will be up in its own ass about its story. Yeah. Like, like if you look at what what uh, Stephen just said here with or Stephen just said here with. Uh, uh, the developer doesn't mind you spending hours reading books or doing alchemy, though, yeah, which is true. Yeah, like, yeah. this game wants you to, like, just waste your time on a planet learning this planet's history. Like, you know full well that's what's going to be... It's. <laughs> and that almost, all like, the lore of this plan yeah like and
3: yeah. and that seems to you know mm-hmm. it is a, is a great feature of these types of like open world games and yeah. stuff like that but then it comes back to like well what am i f- like what am i focused on doing like what's dragging me through this and you know we're watching the gameplay right right now yeah. and like this person like i i you know I, not without i i can't hear the audio but what i think happened in this demo is like he was supposed to like meet with somebody or something when he landed on this planet and they're showing you about like 60 activities that you can do on your way to talking to that person. And I don't care about any of them. I want to go talk to that guy. I want to know what's up. And then I want to go do whatever he wants me to do. Right. Like I don't want to sit there and scan all the fauna on this planet on the off chance that like now I can make, like my left glove, just a little bit stronger, or something like that. That's never really appealed to me, and it feels like telling me there's a thousand planets, telling telling me there's a thousand different directions that this game is going to pull me, and I'm only going to be interested in two of them. And but they're going to keep dangling the carrots and calling me stupid for not checking out those carrots the whole time.
2: <laughs> also, uh, the um, the bringing back the kind of binary factions that they used in some of the final yeah. uh, fall, Fallout stuff. I also don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've Will never, I... been, I've never been yeah. a big fan.
3: How many the of those planets are immediately offline to me because I, cr- I pissed off the Crimson Raiders or whatever they're called. <laughs> <laughs> now and and now, and now, that's a and now there's point. a
2: giant, there's now a giant space blockade. Is,
1: is yeah, the, yeah. The, is, is the Crimson yeah. Raiders the Star Wars gang? Is that the, like, what's the Star Wars gang? That, no, you that know that's... they're bad because yeah. they
3: refer to blood. I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah uh, oh this isn't the assassin's guild this is the very bad guy's place yeah sweet right can't can wait
1: i can i destroy an entire planet that's if i could th- oh god can- that <laughs> would be
3: badass <laughs> if i can I- make my ship the death star and i can glass 300 of those a thousand planets i'm back on board yeah <laughs>
1: Okay, I guess we're all done with (laughs)
0: Starfleet. I'm I'm I'm, I'm writing down. I'm writing down. Can I destroy an entire planet?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Uh, but if that's if the if that ends up being the extent of I'm gonna be the bad guy in this video game, then yeah, all right.
1: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Oh, uh, I'm also taking bets on what the fuck that icon in the bottom left means during (laughs) exploration. (laughs)
2: Oh, I, I won't I won't do it I won't, I won't. There's no way. There's no way. Is to that know. the
3: fa- Is that like the phase of the
1: day? Like it certainly looks like it. It looks like. no. It looks like
2: it look, yeah. It like a compass. Hold on, yeah. Dolly, go back. Like go. Uh, g- yeah, like go, a three go g- back,
1: go back. Enhance. Go back. <laughs> make, enhance. Yeah. yeah. What is going on with this? What is that? No, like because in it motion,
2: like- in motion, as he turned, there's a little dial. What? See 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 on. there's the there's that the say,
1: the that the white CO- dot. Does that say C O two? Is that his oxygen? Like aren't we? 2
2: two C O two. Yeah, but oh, I, that no. exact
1: photo
3: is on my lunar uh like uh state <laughs> uh calendar, right? That's a yeah. waxing or waning <laughs> moon. You just gotta tell me which way we're going. Yeah. Like that I'm so confused by no, sorry.
2: So, that. So all right. right, no no, click play and watch that little what the little white dot, bottom left corner. See how it's wiggling as he okay, as it yeah, turns? But, but what's
3: what? that in the middle? Yeah.
2: Don't worry about that. So that's, oh, that's, we, that's the part
0: that's your I'm worried goal. about. That's we what we don't to get to.
2: We don't and ask that. about the moon, okay? We
0: don't talk about the moon, But
3: what? Uh, listen, we uh, uh, we have just. Yeah, co- somebody has <laughs> just commented that it's the phases of the moon in the middle, but why do I care about the phase of the moon on one Is of it going I mountain told mountain you. Planets?
2: We don't ask about the phases of the moon, Sam.
1: Is it going to be like. uh? <laughs> what was the uh, chronicles of Riddick where you're going to have to outrun the sun at some point also if i can't <laughs> if i can't yeah.
3: gta steal a crimson raider ship and just forget about mine on a planet what's the
1: point can this game somehow interact with uh like uh, mass effect in some way can they be like a shared universe and that area? <laughs>
2: I would yeah, love in that, your fu- in would. your fucking dreams.
1: <laughs> Surprise Starfield is ma- is uh, new a new New Atlantis. Why is it New Atlantis? Why does this planet know about Atlantis? <laughs> and you're going to have to
2: play the game to, to find out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and do they know
1: what happened to Atlantis? Yeah, it's like uh, calling your ship the Titanic 2. Nothing good you yeah. come out. Of-
0: <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. wait. There it is. Is that the face thing on his wrist there? Let's oh see God. it again. Hold on.
1: I don't want to wear a smart, but I got to pay attention to a smart watch. You watch a
0: smart watch in the year well, twenty eight. Ed... Well, uh, yeah, no. well, Ed 209
1: harasses me. Great. Yeah, that's what we need.
0: Hey, Kojima, Jeff Grubb was right again. There's a very sleepy looking Kojima <laughs> who's uh, teaming up with Xbox Game Studios. That's all him. we know.
1: I loved oh, that no. segment because that's this this screenshot is all the segment is and that That's all you it, need to know. And it was the and it probably dominated the entire news cycle is just like Yeah.
3: <laughs> Does that cool. imply though that his game's coming out in the next twelve months?
2: Yes. So I mean, this is this that, is what I was at. Theoretically, theoretically, yeah. Because
1: that was yeah. the whole point of this show is that it's right. twelve everything in the next year.
2: I, this is the thing that struck me too Sam, was because like What game any anything yeah. that's coming out in the next twelve months has to be showable by now,
3: right? Yeah,
2: completely. Uh, like maybe,
3: maybe it's an app, maybe it's the abandoned app. It's well, just everybody does yeah. those like every three month like mini shows at this point. Yeah. So like you know a Kojima game, the announcement's a big Remember. enough pop of a Kojima thing that like yeah. you know use the announcement now in mm. four to five months. That's when you show like the screenshot of the dude peeing or something, and everybody's yeah. like, oh my god, genius. And then six months from then, they show, you know, 30 seconds worth of video of a character yeah. walking up steps. And you're like, oh, my God, he's he's an icon. Yeah. Uh, and then the game comes out and everybody cries while they play it. So um, I, I, I I don't know. I,
1: I, I mean, he was kind of uh, compared to previous like like Metal Gear Solid 5 or something. He was kind of ruthlessly efficient with Death Stranding, like. It didn't really suffer that much, but we also didn't see anything of it for a significant amount of time. Like, it was always the same cutscenes. scenes. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, there's the oil baby, there's Norman Reedus, that's clearly a pregnant Norman Reedus, there's stuff in the sky. And that was just sort of the messaging for, like, eight months for that game. And then they finally showed showed what the game was, and then the game was out in, like, two months after that. Like, it was
2: just weird shit
3: yeah and we also don't know like how big of an experience this is right like it's the literally the only thing we know is it's taking advantage of the cloud this could be uh what was was that mobile game pikmin go or whatever that's it's this could be kojima's pikmin go for all we know and it's you know it's the could be out next week probably won't um but we'll have to see yeah um
0: what uh, is also not coming out next week uh, is Diablo Four, but it is coming to consoles yeah. alongside PC. That's a thing. I mean,
2: that that should not be a surprise after yeah. the success that they had on with Diablo Three on Three. consoles.
0: Yeah. So Diablo Three and then the remastered uh, one, remastered, I think was also two. really two was remastered. Didn't two. one come yeah. out as well on? No. <clears throat> okay. Well, anyways, they they've had success with Diablo. On, they uh, did on uh, yeah. console, so it's come out. And,
2: you know, I, I will say, I, I wonder how much they... Obviously, this was pre-planned um, to, to have this come out for the Xbox Showcase. I wonder how much they're like, how tight can we squeeze in Diablo Immortal that we know is going to have bad press on it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because mm-hmm. of the way that it is. And also Diablo 4 announcement stuff to diffuse it. Because mm-hmm. um, I, had, I had a couple of people... The not they were just you know saying out loud of like i don't know timing seems suspicious diablo 4 all of a sudden we're dropping diablo 4 news and you're like all right listen <laughs> i mean yeah. it, there's you don't <laughs> nobody has the luxury of being able to uh to suddenly do this kind of thing yeah um which all it, which might just mean that they st- were they had the good yeah. foresight
1: yeah, there is a department that is paid millions of dollars to figure out the, the marketing side of these things. So, yeah, absolutely this Diablo 4 thing wasn't just slipped in at the last minute. So.
3: No. Yeah, if <laughs> if anything, um, I think, you know, the reactions of people afterwards is, oh, cool, Diablo 4, how much are you squeezing money out of me for? It? Yeah. Like, if, only, if anything, like, I don't think this, you know, helped the sort of case of Immortals. I think it hurt Diablo 4 in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, And I I think, you know, going forward, especially until release, you're going to hear a lot about how there's no monetization in it. You know, everything's going to be achievable in game. We're not going to try to do a a player run auction house again or anything like that. Hell, they might even like try not to even put an auction house in it just to make, you know, to seem like there's some level of transaction that could be, even if it's completely currency that you can only earn in game and you can't pay for Mm -hmm. it and stuff like that. I think any of that information just goes by the wayside until like maybe right before release, or if Immortal somehow turns the corner of not costing people like a hundred thousand dollars to get a max level character.
2: Isn't it kind of nuts that in some ways Diablo three ran the first like game based cryptocurrency? When <laughs> yeah, you really think not about bad. it, yeah, with the real with the real money auction house, yeah. I mean, but and it.
0: because it's uh it's Diablo's by death crypt oh currency <laughs> sell me your diablo
3: nft bro
0: yeah uh coming up next hot uh is i want to scoot up here real quick their big first party release this year is pentiment an obsidian <laughs> oh. game and i'm actually kind of
2: looking forward yeah, to it yeah no Let's i'm cool. all in on it
1: i'm all this is my kind of bullshit Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so. i think i missed i think i
2: missed the clip for for this when it was going on because i i was i was i was in the car when this was going on so um, I, didn't, I didn't quite catch everything
0: it is a uh one of, the,
1: murder one of the one of the games i'm going to talk about you will see a lot of uh similarities there you <laughs> go.
0: The there you <laughs> uh it's a really weird it feels like a um like microsoft was like hey shit anybody got like literally like six seven six seven folks available to pump something out to be available this year we need something uh hey you guys oh obsidian you got you got a few folks available all right make us a game that's gonna be our big release for 2022 our our only first party release for 2022 is (laughs) pentiment but here we go no i i it, it looks actually looks cool um I'm into the whole murder mystery idea with this artist yeah. dude. I forget the, whatever his name is, but I think there's I think there's some some really sort of interesting. I love the uh, the art style takes that sort of that wood carving yeah. aspect and the storybook aspect to it. It's so and it's obsidian, and they've got great storytelling. They've got great writers over there. Yeah. So you get fist, fist of fuck, fist of fucks, the, the make, <laughs>
1: Yeah, fist of fucks, fist Here of cuffs, but
0: fist of fucks you know. Absolutely, <laughs> that's, that's, hor- uh, that's the wrong pen. I, I, uh,
1: I, 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 think I, I think I've downloaded that movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, man, but yeah, just sign me up for weird, yeah. like, uh, period piece adventures, murder mystery. Same. Yeah fucking hell yeah obsidian makers of the only good fallout
0: game (laughs) there you go if i if you told us like hey dudes uh obsidian the folks that made fallout new vegas are pumping out a surprise game this year that that people didn't expect but they're definitely gonna want you would think oh new vegas remake or whatever the fallout 4 version south south park 3 south park 3 um and then uh that was kind of it for the big stuff from uh xbox however let me go back to the, the home page here a there, lot of guys, other yeah a lot of other there's another like, big one.
1: bullshit
0: yeah there's mm-hmm. another big one that took place um and uh there are a couple of good games actually the cocoon mm-hmm.
1: hey man that really cocoon cool. article fucking whips ass <laughs>
0: doesn't it thank you. thank you thank you thank you um you can see our our boy right here Wolf <laughs> um
2: rest in peace
1: just like it's just an entire article based on like one joke for like one for one person and And it's for
0: you it was literally a joke for you jj
1: and then at the end i'm like oh shit
0: it's not about the movie but the game still looks kind of badass because you are uh, you're essentially going layers and layers and layers, uh, and bouncing in between worlds, almost like you do something in one world and it opens up something in another world, or the yeah. the ability to do something in a different world. And and it's such an interesting idea and the, the aesthetic, which has a little bit of that Monument Valley feel to it. Um, oh yeah. But uh, <laughs> it, I'm t- I'm totally totally digging this game. I think it just looks just looks badass. It's just it's just so cool looking and uh, as a concept. I love this sort of uh, the yeah. the idea of hopping in between spaces to solve, solve problems like this, solve, uh, yeah. solve puzzles. <clears throat> it's just cool. And, look at that. and now watch, I'm going to hop into this world. Cause I just built up that world and there you go. Bam. Oh, cool. And that's a cool looking effect. He's going to go yeah. through there. It's just, it's just neat. It's yeah. just really no. cool.
1: Sign me up. All in. Give me. Sign <laughs> me up. Um, <clears throat> the,
0: the, uh benedict fox that was the one i to look at the yeah. last case of benedict fox another really cool really cool game we're, 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 we're back
1: in this weird era of side scrolling uh point and click yeah. adventures and yeah. like yep. uh, yeah all right there's a new monkey island coming this looks like this is in my wheelhouse yep. like a like a, a, a Metroid style. side. By the way, picture. I I
0: thought this was going to be like a 1920s, uh, car racing game. And I thought, Oh, that's <laughs> actually kind of like a buggy. That actually sounds like a badass. Oh no, it's not. But I, I, part of me was like, man, that would be a really cool game. <laughs> You're just racing cars around towns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You but, throw in,
1: you throw in some yeah. cosmic horror into anything. And I'm a little yeah. like,
0: some right, definite Lovecraft cosmic horror, yeah, supernatural side of things here. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's very much flashback.
1: <coughs> yeah. You know, uh, I wasn't here. World, and I, sure. It was very funny when you said JJP knows what this is. <laughs>
0: okay. yeah, exactly. And so it's very much like flashback with um uh kind of a different setting and but I I, I really love that idea. The this whole cinematic yeah uh storytelling platforming another, world, another yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. Um out of this world. But yeah, I think it's yeah. great. And I'm looking forward to it. Bring it. It's cool. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that stuff. It looks badass. It's got your some... dad's out there and you got to figure Good out why. Uh, you... yeah. Well, <clears throat> in this game, you're, you're bound to a demon apparently as the yeah. story goes. And that lets you uh, not only hop between worlds and stuff, but actually talk to the, the undead yeah. and solve, solve issues. Yeah. So cool.
1: Clearly, it, clearly its soul is sort of designed to be like, let's make Benedict Fox a thing. <laughs>
0: yes. Um. Here we go crisis core this this is the other big news that dropped was the squeenix stuff i love this this view too this is just like orgasmic where do you where do you find these screenshots (laughs) it's it's funny because like i'm looking for a screen like i'll be watching (laughs) the stuff and like oh in this case i was in a (laughs) seafood restaurant um, in Florida <clears throat> and I thought, oh crap, I've got to get, while I'm watching this video, I'm like, I've got to get this written up. So, uh, as I was starting to type up the the blog post, this video stops and it goes into the, the then they released a 4k version. Yeah. So I hop in the 4k version and I literally just scrubbed to the first part that's, that's legible. And so this is a screen capture on my phone as I'm like, just quickly speaking. Post, Anyways, nut, it's just perfect post
1: nut clarity, Zach over here. Post,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII reunion. It is a remaster in much of the same way that they did seven VII and eight and nine yeah. and uh, I think yeah. um, you know some of those other games. Um... The very
1: flat texture <coughs> of the clover that he's yeah, on. yeah, <laughs> not
0: a remake, not a remake. But it's is it coming this year? It said this winter. Now, the granted yeah. they did redo cinematics here. Yeah, so that's something that. Um,
1: that's what they used that, to always uh, do, too. Like, when you would buy, yeah. like, the Final Fantasy collections for the PlayStation 1 or whatever, it's always, like... yeah. And now with cutscenes, <laughs> like, you know, like, yep, animated, yep. like, new intro. <laughs> like, yeah. so, yeah, sure. So this was
0: the PSP game. Speaking of PSP games coming back, this is the PSP game. But you can see, they, they definitely did redo... What the heck? They did redo a lot of the background yeah. stuff, too. So it's more than just the character. They... They obviously like look. Behemoth did not look that no that good in was, in the actual game.
1: This was one of those games that was never available digitally. So right. if you had a PSP Go like I did, if uh, <laughs> so you never yeah. got to play, oh, God, yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. Because yeah,
0: but now it's coming. Everything uh, this year, I'm I'm gonna get it. I think it's it's oh, a yeah. great. Uh, thing to be leading into all the other final fantasy seven stuff that's going on um but yeah i mean they've updated the visual uh the visuals for the user interface the graphical stuff and um it, it does look like they've redone tons like look at this they've redone tons of the uh the care the the enemies the the characters the the uh textures they they did a lot of work to this thing it's definitely more than just a simple you know up res type of thing they're definitely putting some some hard work because even you can see some some glistening in the veins here for that dude so yeah anyway sign me up crisis core reunion it's back this year and uh on everything and then of course yeah they announced the second part Part two is called Rebirth, and also, by the way, it is it is a trilogy, as we've all thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, here, I don't know why the...
2: they didn't just lead with it
0: <clears throat> with the rebirth. I think because they no, wanted no, to build the, the hype. No. Oh, the it was that was going to be a the,
2: trilogy. The fact that it was going to be like because it was just so obvious with the pacing. Yeah. Uh, after after the first game came out,
0: yeah. it's weird because I even remember them saying at one point they weren't sure how many games I mean, it was going to be. Yeah. But everybody knew it was going to be. At yeah. least two, probably three. So
1: it's it's super wild still to me that they just called the first game Final Fantasy VII remake. It's a really yeah, bold yeah. name. There's no subtitle yeah. other than remake. So <laughs>
3: maybe they'll <laughs> yeah, relabel is... them like they did with Star Wars after
1: the uh, like, uh, yeah. third one. Final so Fantasy maybe it'll be Hope, yeah.
3: Yeah. So
0: Final Fantasy VII remake, Final Fantasy VII rebirth, and now we know the last one's gonna be Final Fantasy VII relabel. That's, okay. that's good. Um, but no, yeah. Hey they are they got your boy Zach, in this look at this look at this dude memories. But um <clears throat> supposedly arriving uh like Final Fantasy 16 is summer of 2023. They didn't really give a date for this did they? And they just kind of said, said Oh yeah, I'm sorry. next, next winter. winter. They did give a date. Ish. Yeah. Next winter, which Which
1: means which means February 2024. <laughs> February of
0: 2024, <laughs> yeah, which would probably. be yeah, yeah, it it would let's see uh it would be 5 years after um what 20 4 to 5 years after the first one came out. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. Final Fantasy 7 Part 2. Again, so far only on PS5. I'm sure it'll come to PC at some point. Yeah. just, uh, like,
1: just like 7.
0: Just, just like yeah. 7.
1: 7 just the... hit just 7 just hit Steam. <clears throat> so yep yep um, that day that day like, that I, will. I will
2: continue my my game of patiently waiting <laughs> <I know. laughs> uh, um, and
1: and it's cool like they were talking about it like they were saying like this like they're not they're not really being cagey about the messaging of two here where they're saying right. like this game is going to be a new experience for yes. people that have played final fantasy seven. And they also said that two could actually be a good, like starting point for people yeah. that have never played it before, which is a I weird mean, thing, a cool which idea. Like, yeah. yeah. So what? Uh, because it's not going to base if you, you didn't play seven. So based on how things are going, there's kind of very little chance that, part two can be disc two of final fantasy seven. Uh, it's a completely different game now. So it has to mm-hmm. be. So it's just reintroducing this world to everyone. It's a whole new game. So you can kind of just jump into it as long as you just kind of vaguely understand who these characters are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm very interested, interested to see how many PS fives are available and what the attach, but by- when this comes out, what the attach rate will be for this. Cause
1: when I, I- I definitely had two or three friends that bought a PlayStation 5 specifically when Final Fantasy 7 Remake came out. It was insane. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Um anyways, yeah, Final Fantasy 7 Part 2 Rebirth. Yeah. Let's let's do it. And then really <laughs> All right. Well, oh, no. Because he closed yeah.
2: the whole browser window instead no. of just closing the YouTube video I or... did it
0: again, didn't I? Yeah. Anyways, really the uh, last saying, the last bit of news uh that i always it, it, i'm old right guys i'm old yeah. um is that uh <laughs> taking place literally at the same exact time capcom said let's do the um let's, let's do the dragon's dogma 2 announcement <laughs> by the way uh, stefan says will uh do you think this game will be delayed uh
1: i don't I don't
0: final think 7. So. fantasy 7 no
1: I, I i they say next winter and i believe that because <clears throat> yeah it's not necessarily like they're making final fantasy 7 remake again like yeah. it's like i feel like yeah
2: i mean you you now have the engine in place yeah. you have the platform in place you yeah. have a team that has worked with all of those yeah. tools to make the game yeah. it's you know it has literally probably been in development I you know I don't even want to say since uh, the first part of Seven Remake came out, it was probably like people were already working on part two while the cleanup team yeah, was finishing sure. part one. So yeah, and they it's, just it's, they actually
0: just announced that part three is underway. Yeah, and
2: yeah. um, like I said yeah. that that they're they're in all stages on that one. Yep. So I I've yeah. I, I've I've got high hopes that 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 hits its timing. <laughs>
0: Yeah. He says uh, like FF13, FF uh, part two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, very sorry. Part three
0: came out really quick after part two of that suit. Yeah. um, But yeah, there you go. Um, So, Dragon's Dogma 2.
1: They did, which they did not announce during the Capcom event. They announced at a separate event. Yeah, exactly.
0: They announced, (laughs) uh, which is. the Capcom event, they said, tune in to yet another event.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: man. Which is like. I don't know. I feel like the Dragon's Dogma came out at a time where like I was really playing video games. Yeah. And I don't think it had that big of an impact. It's overall.
0: um this is definitely people looking in the rearview mirror and hyping something up that was not beloved back then. <laughs> Dragon's Dogma was Uh, Kind of the early, early. It was like a a version of a Souls game that's not a Souls game type of thing. Uh, But it was. You would, like, it came out like Elder Scrolls I, time somewhere on there
1: or whatever. I think like we connected. and I think like a lot of us here are a little more uh attuned to it because it was a big hit with the joystick feedback. Yeah, that so. was yeah, sort yeah. of the thing. So it's like we're we're a little more in tune with the Dragon's Dogma sort of cult status because Yeah, but, so, even, so but even but so like, even then, like even with
2: yeah. that in consideration, yeah, like it, it does not the
1: fact that it's sort oh. of like
2: the like yeah it just yeah. it just does not seem like the kind of thing where i'm like yeah it needs its own showcase to yeah. sh- yep. to <clears throat>
3: Well, it, it it's funny because when they started talking about it at Capcom's like event, I was like, Oh, so we're getting like the announcement of the second one, and they're like, yeah. We're so glad that they're like people have followed us and like love this series so much. And it's like, There's just been one game, hasn't there been? Yeah, and then they're yeah. like, There's a Netflix series, there's like a yeah. manga, there's like all this yeah. stuff. And I was like, Whoa, a dragon's dogma is like way bigger than I thought it was. It's not it's just weird. like the yeah. hashtag uh, losing his mind on Twitter every day about it. Yeah. Um yeah so uh you know i i don't know i played the first one a little bit it's like a little exciting
1: i that's this is the one that you can crawl all over everything right yes yeah, yeah. and you have your little squire that you can just sort of like throw around and really oh yeah and you can borrow like, like yeah. squires from other people yeah yeah
3: that, you know your pawns it's
1: not... yeah, yeah, yeah whatever yeah
3: uh, you know, I don't think this is a Morbius situation. Like, I don't think Capcom, you know, is dumb enough to be like, no, nah, we'll make a game that five people are going to buy.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, and who knows, maybe it's a way bigger franchise in like Japan um, and maybe even Europe than it is over here. But it seems like everybody that I know that have, has played Dragon Dogma doesn't really have anything bad to say about it. Um, and then, you know, <clears throat> are there are the ravenous fans. That wanted just as bad as like you know Mother Three or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, there were some decent reviews for it, but it definitely it did not light the world on fire at all. Again, I think it's just one of those was, things that just picked up steam from all, like <laughs> meme games. It's like people just kept talking about Dragon's Dogma and made it a thing with. And, it you was know,
1: also it. a game that existed during a time where Capcom was at like one of its absolute lowest points. Like Capcom wasn't really anything at the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, to, like it's like, even like Monster Hunter was like, Monster Hunter was still at super niche you know handheld kind of like weird like america hasn't picked up on it yet kind of thing and mega man was as good as dead resident evil was in its weird stages like resident evil 6 and stuff like it hadn't had its shot in the arm yet street fighter was still struggling like Mm -hmm. street fighter like street fighter 4 was like a hit out the gate Mm -hmm. but then they just kind of wasted its goodwill with the people (laughs) real fast but yeah i don't know it was, it was a good Capcom game in a time where you weren't really getting a lot of good Capcom games. So yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's uh it's sold really well in Japan. Like uh, it, was, it was, pretty,
1: you don't get an anime and a manga series without having at least some, <laughs> uh, right. Something Again, the sales,
0: sales weren't massive in the West. Yeah. Um, but they were definitely pretty big in, 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 big, in Japan, big in Japan. Well, Hey, that's it for gaming news. Um, I did want to click around real quick on something. Let's go to the pre on E3 magic Let's see what, not, what, what, not, where the standings not. are. Okay, so no,
1: here
0: are our predictions right here. So I said <laughs> Final Fantasy 17, Final Fantasy 7 Part 2 would be announced. It has been now, granted, we were waiting, I think, till the end of the summer. Um, for yeah. some of these announcements, because there are mm-hmm. like there really wasn't anything typically scheduled, so we're like, let's wait till Gamescom, and when Gamescom is is done, that'll be the uh, that'll be the one. So
1: yeah.
0: Oh no, Xbox Seven Part Two announced. I, I like you ding got that. Uh Xbox have an unannounced first party game launch for this year. The ding, the <laughs> penultimate. <Pen-A-Man. Pen-A-Man>. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting that Zelda collection. Could still happen. To be
2: determined. TBD.
0: Nintendo game on Xbox Game Pass probably yeah. not gonna happen. Probably not gonna yeah. happen. None of our 0%, Yeah. 0%. Silent, JJ. JJ. No Silent,
1: Silent Hill. Hill. <laughs> hey, hey, what, hey. What happened? We don't know what the Kajima thing is. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh Silent
1: oh, Hill. No, I, I can Hill. tell
3: you it won't be Silent Hill. Silent
0: Hill. Yeah. <laughs> However, again, this yeah. the rumors of a, of a late summer yeah. PlayStation event, so yeah. maybe Silent Hill will be announced there. So you still have some a chance. Yeah. Perfect Dark being shown. Yeah, Probably no. not gonna happen. No, uh even Gamescom
1: yeah. that's because it's it's happening. They've announced it, but clearly yeah. not coming out in the next 12 months. <laughs> so
0: Marvel versus Capcom or some Marvel fighting that one, game.
1: That one was really my Hail Mary more than that was game more Yeah, that was it should have been be, be swapped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: now there may be a chance to see the James Bond game at uh at Gamescom. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. because obviously Amazon picking up James yeah. Bond, their full throwing money behind the IP. So maybe we'll see something. But and, yeah, and, so far and, you and got zero and, points.
1: Yeah. And we're at the tail end. Like Hitman 3 yeah. is sort of being sunsetted at this point. So it's like the it's it's done. It's a done game. So yeah.
0: Taylor said we'll see one of Kojima's projects.
1: I guess that's I mean we yeah. didn't tweet it. That's, but half you, yeah. that's half a
0: point. That's half a
1: point at that point.
0: Um we TBD. will not get any major update. So T B D we'll see. Yeah. Slightly bigger Elder Scrolls Six teaser. No. That's probably not. However, happening. we did get a Fallout Five <laughs> announcement. Yeah, so no, because
1: really that
2: weird. was they that did, did, they did surprising.
1: They did yeah. mention Elder Scrolls Six. They at least mentioned it. So uh, they mentioned
0: it. Yeah, so, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, not enough. Nothing, nothing yeah. bigger. <laughs> And then
0: a Dark Stalkers game announced. So, no, again, I'm really
1: sad that that didn't happen. There's still
0: time for those hail, hail Marys, but I don't
1: uh, think that, if it wasn't at the Capcom thing, it's yeah, not yeah. going to be. It's just and like my. I don't my, think
0: Capcom uh, is going to yeah. be. I don't think Capcom right now is in the two fighting games at once time yeah. of their. I think the they're now. all hands on deck on Street Fighter. They, they
2: have to be.
1: The, yeah. the 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 dark stalkers dark stalkers comes out on all consoles like tomorrow i think that collection yeah comes that could out be tomorrow yeah oh doesn't so, it read
0: the collections tomorrow nice i
1: think it's 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 it's, it's next this, it's next week or this week something like that yeah, you, yeah, yeah however your however your calendar works sundays
0: <laughs> however your calendar works but yeah. uh anyway so two points for me so far
3: yeah
0: uh jj zero taylor with yeah point, I, I, point five yeah. maybe I'll give you that one. We'll see, it's but uh, yeah. Potential. Sam, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't give us any anything in in. Uh, no, I,
3: I don't think I was there that week. Uh, no. But luckily, <laughs> no. oh uh, really? <laughs> all, all all of my predictions were written down, and I got all of them right. So I, I
0: wow. I, yeah, he said uh, Redfall was going to show. No, just um, <laughs> but uh, I want to get into some of the games we've been we've been. Pl- oh, we, actually, we, time out on that part. I'm curious your thoughts overall on uh, sort of the not E3 portion of this this last uh, th- these last couple weeks. What uh, was the uh, What was the stuff
3: that you Devolve yeah. continues to be the best show in. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. Of yeah.
1: yeah, Uh I was a big fan of the uh, limited run one as well. Oh yeah, that's some true. Fun yeah, stuff yeah. Of course, yeah. In that. Uh, I, the, the Xbox One was fun. There was just mm-hmm. kind of a a mix of everything it wasn't mm-hmm. like it was just like from big games to like pentiment like a game for yeah. like yeah it's for like six people but <laughs> yeah just where, it which,
2: where just did where it did we see scorn i think it was xbox. the xbox one that was, yeah. the xbox. Oh, was that xbox yeah because it is a game. it's coming in games pass yeah. yeah yeah i mean like you just see oh there's a lot of shit that just shows up yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: I Almost, mean, yeah. there's been some complaints, at least on the Internet, that I've seen of people, you know, not liking the sort of disjointed, um, you know, sort of here's a showcase that's got 10 random games. Here's a showcase that's got 30 random games and stuff like that uh, to me. And maybe it was because uh, I just had to sit in an office all weekend uh, mm-hmm. while stuff <laughs> was going on. Uh, I actually sort of liked the idea that I was like, okay, cool. That was another showcase. Now I've got like two hours to another one or like an hour to another one. So like it gave me, you know, it was basically like my whole weekend was like what I assume people that watch like a lot of baseball or football are Mm -hmm. into. And then, you know, you're just plugged in on the couch with a beer and watching all day long. Um, So I actually thought that was kind of cool. Uh, I do agree though, that like some of it is messy and doesn't make like a goddamn lick of sense um what showcase was it that was voiced over by Geralt uh like that one got a little like and like yeah like they stopped and like talked about certain games more than others and then other videos were like 30 seconds long it just it feels like when you have like you know it's interesting when Sony brings out a a group of indies right it's like here's five indies and we're gonna focus each one for like a minute and we think these indies are special that's why we put them on the showcase and you're like yeah and then you watch, like, you know, this, like, uh, well, the Wholesome Direct is a different thing, but, you know, you go and watch, like, uh, another showcase, and it's like, here's 30 indie games, like, how do you decide which ones, like, take precedent over the other ones? Like, it always felt, it, some of it felt weird where it was like, okay, we've spent 10 minutes with this developer talking about their game, but then this, like, more exciting to me game gets mentioned next, and they're, they've got a 30-second trailer, and then we're on to something else. So it, it feels kind of weird that your your attention doesn't seem to want to focus to these bigger tentpoles. And I totally agree that, you know, when these showcases, there's multiple showcases and each one of them is showing 30 plus different indie games. You know, it, it's kind of hard to choose like which indie games you're really looking for. Yeah. Like Wholesome Direct, you know, kind of covers like a specific set subset of genres. Yeah. So you're like, cool, I know what, I'll, you know, if these are the type of games that I like, I'm going to watch the Wholesome Direct. But then you might miss like a game that you do like that maybe didn't make the application deadline to be on yeah. that show. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know. I kind of like the summer games mess. Now I would prefer if it was still like somebody still forced the hand of like a Nintendo or a Sony to sit there and actually like do a showcase like Xbox. But obviously that's not going to happen. And you know, it, God, Nintendo might wait until September to show like stuff for this fall. So yeah. Yeah. who knows. But uh, I I overall liked it.
0: I think, I mean, I I, I thought it was fine. I, I, the two things that got me were the um, stuff popping up, like, almost overnight. It's like, oh, hey, our big Square Enix, here's our our big showcase is going to be in two days. Be ready. I'm like, I like to have stuff, I like to have enough time planned out. The one thing that was always nice about E3 is that you knew it was going to be this specific week. And you had you typically had those press conferences, the info for when they were going to be like a week or like a couple weeks in advance, right? Like they yeah. they rarely came in with less than two two to three weeks. Um, and the, these all digital ones should be even easier to plan because it, it's just all canned content. You can record something and re-record it fifty times, and you re- record a lot of the voiceovers, and you can. I don't want to say you can throw it together in one day, but you can, it's a lot less of an effort than filling a theater and trying to get that to, to, to happen. So, um, you know, I, I i miss the aspect of having everything sort of figure out ahead of time and having a schedule sheet in front of me before the week begins so I can plan accordingly. Because again, I was on vacation and stuff's popping up. I'm like, crap, I have to go cover another. Oh, great. Now there's gonna be a Do- Dragon's Dogma one. Now there's gonna be a final. It's like, guys, just let me know ahead of time. You know, give me a couple weeks so I can plan plan my time out for coverage. Um, so I don't make them a stupid persona five mistake. <laughs> That's one thing. The other aspect um was uh and I, I think I, I was talking about this in the Discord that I was a little dissatisfied with the Xbox one content-wise, I thought it was fantastic. Um yeah, it was kind of some of those some of the spoil stuff was spoiled for me ahead of time, just just the internet ramblings out there. Um uh but there was tons of great games and content. I think it was the format in that it was very quiet. You'd have the, like a, a placard will come up and would say, world premiere. And then it would just play a video and then it would say console exclusive. World premiere, video console exclusive. World premiere, video console exclusive. Then you have Phil Spencer come out and say something about Starfield. And then it go, world premiere. It was very un energetic and I think I would have loved to, like the one thing that I did like about in-person conferences and stuff that, that can be kind of a little bit better a little bit better planned is that there's a lot more energy in it and while there was awesome content there just didn't seem to be a ton of energy in the delivery of the Xbox one again I think it's more of just a format thing than the actual
2: you just you just well you just missed the crowd I, yeah, well, I, the
1: missed the crowd,
0: but I think it was I think it was them have going you ever... just
1: yeah. I mean, at the same time, like Phil Spencer, probably like, I doubt he's taken a lot of improv classes and uh... yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he <laughs> so It's have really, the... yeah, it's really sure. hard to try to do a stage performance solo Correct. in front of a camera with nobody around. So like, but like when you have somebody like Jeff Keeley, who is a TV he, guy, he, he does is, great. He, he's designed to be that guy. His yep. whole career is built around being that guy. Uh, so he knows how to play to the cameras. He knows how to, uh, you know, vamp with who's ever up there when things aren't going right. Even when you're trying to do something that's, you know, like, you know, working with people that Mm -hmm. aren't Mm -hmm. used to interacting without being able to feed off an audience that's Mm -hmm. going on about stuff. It's hard. It's hard to do that stuff like live without audience. So the Xbox one is them having to have some sort of conceit, like the, Phil isn't going to be able to go out there and play off a crowd. Mm-hmm. So we have to just have the, we just have to have it be as short and sweet as possible. We just need to get it out. We just need to get it out there. Have Phil maybe say something that will be like, a, that will be yeah. headline worthy and get it out there. It's, it's like you can't recreate an E3 press event you can't. Uh, nope. on a sound yep. stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Jeff, and- Keighley, Jeff Keighley, Jeff Keeley does the absolute best he can of doing that because he's a tv producer like he's he's a content producer his job is to create an incredible stage with uh guests and everything And, and, and it's just hard so i feel sympathetic in that because this is something they have to do like it's not an option to really uh, what to do like an Xbox press event for the mm-hmm. to get the to get the headlines out there to promote like when because especially right now like the whole messaging of this one for the Xbox was we do have games coming out and we have games coming out mm-hmm. in short order all mm-hmm. of these are out within a year with the, with maybe not the Kojima one but who knows I mean it was at the show but at the end of the day it's like we have to get positive messaging out because it's starting a downward trend so. Of negative messaging, especially since everything's been delayed. Starfield's been delayed. Everything's just Mm -hmm. pushing and pushing and pushing. So their hand was forced, and they can't have a live show because there's no E3. And they probably could have a live show, but what's the point? Because there's nothing else going on around it. So they did have um, kudos. The Xbox Fan Fest stuff. They had Xbox
0: Fan Fest events around the the country, around the U.S. and and Canada, which I thought was really cool. Get you get people in a in a theater and kind of watch the show. But again, I think uh it it just it just did it just didn't feel like like last year's xbox event i felt was better in that they took a little bit of time in between it was a little bit yeah. longer I, mean, I think too they were but they inter- took a little bit of time in between yeah. they would interview someone they mentioned some stuff and they got people really excited about the content yeah. this yeah, was not- they
3: cut a lot of that out and i felt like it was sort of lacking i i oh. hear what you're saying dally like uh yeah. you know yeah,
0: you're a, uh, you're a course, TV guy. So, maybe yeah, you, of course, you, with this, you
3: know, this video stuff, as you said, like mm-hmm. you can re record it, you can get the messaging yeah. straight. Like, you know, at times it, it can feel stiff. You know, it feels like the mm-hmm. marketing guy is right there in the corner, like, yeah, holding up the board the space, being like, yeah. say yeah. this, mm-hmm. mention this, do all this stuff. Yeah. And you sort of lose like that human element, right? Like, yeah. there's no one, you know, no one's coming out with the dancing panda like at the Ubisoft like event. For yeah. Just yeah, dance. yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, you're also losing, losing that guy who gets to reveal his game that has mario in it and is crying because he's so excited to be there and you kind of lose that edge of like oh my god like i'm gonna stand on stage there's a hundred people you know there's hundreds of people in this audience there's thousands if not millions of people watching at home and i'm like here to talk about this thing that's been like my passion for like the last like four months as opposed to you know hi i'm steve from you know, cool games. And like, we're really excited Mm -hmm. to show you this. And it's like, well, how many times did you record that to make sure you hit the marketing points and made sure that like, you know what Microsoft wanted you to talk about is talked about and stuff like that. And that again, like kind of like goes back to why, like, I think devolver does like the best showcase every year because like, yeah, you lose that like human element, but what you get is this, like just the sure insane goofiness that is like this industry and E3 But in like, you know, it, it, in some aspects, it's making fun of it, but it's making fun of it in the same way of like, we enjoy this joke just as much as you do. And yeah, we want, to yeah. you know, we want you to be just as excited about it's- us talking about the games as you are to like play the games and yeah. stuff
1: like that like because and these people are hiring people to be like you know their their goal is to create like with microsoft remember microsoft was in a much better place last year in terms mm-hmm. of like yeah. why the, the reason why their show was so good because forza horizon 5 was an absolute massive hit yeah that had just come Definitely. out and they had their holiday uh, mass of Halo Infinite sort of drop coming. So they, they had a little more uh, and, and video games are starting to recuperate a little okay, bit because okay. the pandemic was sort of everything was reopening and stuff. But like you get Devolver who are hiring people like maybe is that where you like, is that what is that what Microsoft needs? Do we need to have them hire people? Okay. Because like you have Devolver doing like Suda 51's there for really no reason other than the joke. Uh <laughs> And then you have like Limited Run where they're doing, they have the Mega 64 guys out there re- and, making their own FMV game to announce all of the stuff they have coming out. It's, it's and I don't, I mean, I don't think, yeah. you,
0: like I said, I don't think you need to make it any quirky thing. Those are great yeah. and they're memorable. Yeah. And I know that's not Microsoft's brand, but uh,
3: used to be. I, I just <laughs> yeah. no, I, I would
0: have loved to see just a little bit more of a little bit less stiff. I think that would have less stiff a little bit, little bit more energetic And again i know i know phil is great on podcasts he's great at interviews i would have loved to see someone talking to phil you know i, I this is a case where i would have had keely come in and do this do pay keely money to do this show but i think what again it's there's just a little bit of a human touch that uh, that can go a long way, especially in this really weird year sp- where stuff wasn't... like It's kind of all over the
1: place. We're in a spot, exactly. too, where... like a small G- thing, but it was... Yeah. Like, G4 is back, kind of. And they have some right. interesting personalities. Yeah. Like, if you had, like, I, Austin...
2: I, I, Austin aside. Like, quick, a quick, yeah. quick, quick aside that yeah. I also... Um, I heard through some grapevines vines that there is staff reductions at G4 already. Oh, yeah, there definitely is. I already
1: is. saw a few folks. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like, like, you know, <clears throat> you have a really like powerful personality, like Austin Creed, or even the completionist Gerard uh, mm-hmm. out there that could probably help uh sort of these, like, if you can't have live people have some big overpowering personalities, step in and help, have something for Phil to play off of as he's out Mm, there mm -hmm. instead of developers that don't get the uh, emotional state of having a crowd cheer for their little quirky indie game. Or uh, you know, instead you have WWE's Xavier Woods like yeah. and hollering up there,
3: <laughs> well, but that that turns into yeah. a double edged sword too yeah. because you're um you, you know you're if you're trying to put personalities in there, yeah. well then you're putting your corporate messaging behind the
1: like, yeah, personalities.
3: Sure. And then you always run the risk of, oh, you know, this personality yeah. is a complete scumbag or yeah, like oh, a exactly. week after, you know, you, 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 you're you seen as mm-hmm. promoting them as well as your product. Yeah. So, like, you know, even in the long run, you're paying for this the stuff yeah. that they get involved in. Um, and that's not to say that Microsoft hasn't worked with. Um, You know, like sort of these outside commentators and these outside like third party Twitch streamers and affiliates and stuff like that. I think, you know, if you start going down the entertainment route, you 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 know, you can either land on the Devolver side of things or you land on like the opposite side of it where, you know, you're not very good at delivering your message at all. And your show was so boring that people tuned out or, Mm -hmm. you know, they decided that they didn't care about any of the trailers because of the shit show that you're running. (laughs) So, you know, it's, it's uh, obviously, as we've said before, there are, you know, people that are paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do this as a living and come up with the safest strategies for their corporation to make things
1: work. On the flip side, I think Capcom needed somebody to tell them maybe (laughs) don't, uh spoil the game that you're trying yeah. to move right. the new and improved expansion for I mean I realize you need to sell the concept <laughs> of the um expansion pack that you're about to sell and it's hard to advertise that expansion pack without spoiling uh the end of village yeah. but I felt I feel like there needed to be a middle ground somewhere yeah. uh,
0: well, be- <laughs> before before we move on Taylor your impressions of this uh this overall, the last week two, whatever this has been.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, point. Yeah. <laughs> we 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 kind of already yeah, touched exactly. a lot of the points, so I'm not going to rehash too many. But yeah, I mean, organization was just low. I think it's I think yeah. it's weird uh, that uh, that Keeley kind <clears>
1: of
2: <throat> is that you JJ playing?
1: What? Uh, no, <laughs> playing what? Someone's playing. <laughs> that would
2: be Sam.
3: Oh no! I yeah, I heard a Game Boy fire up. I don't ah, know. Yeah. It's Taylor. Game no wonder network. his
1: uh...
2: <laughs> no, it's definitely not. <laughs> yeah. um but someone's it's uh,
1: Zach. He's hacked into the show. <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I had I, my Game Boy in here. It's, uh... I think it's
2: I think it's weird to yeah. put stuff under a banner because you know a lot of that stuff streamed, even though it wasn't necessarily produced. Yeah, um, yeah. by him. But it was streamed under a banner of Summer Games Fest, but was so disorganized. Um, yes. so, yeah. So, you I know, agree. you, you got to take the bad with the good. Yep. Um, and yeah. so I think that if in if in turn it was all under one banner <laughs> and organized as such, that could be a huge improvement yeah. uh, that I think would, would benefit overall. And also, yep. I don't know what you got to do, but Rope and Sony... Yeah. ropin um ropin ubi ropin ea yeah and bring bring back the the big dogs um because that hype feeds off of itself it'll be interesting uh, to
1: see what next year is because like this will make th- like year three of no e3 basic like year three they're four.
0: supposedly back next year and in person but they were supposedly.
1: supposedly- yeah, they were supposedly yeah. back this year too. But...
0: And then Keeley's supposedly doing an in-person portion, uh bigger in-person portion. He had a little bit in-person por- in this year, but bigger in-person portion next year. It's going to be real interesting what the uh, what next year's. But
2: yeah, yeah I mean, we're going to see so many people stick to online only and yeah. have yeah. it mm-hmm. be organized through the, yeah. um, yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, through
2: the organization because like what you know, a lot of those places don't yeah. need booths.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nintendo's been doing it for like yeah. a, a decade now. Like it's like if, let's if, give a... if
2: Nintendo don't need no booth, then plenty of other people don't. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, for instead of going to booths, we've been playing games at our houses. So I want to get into what games we've been playing. Um, I want to start with uh, Taylor and Sam, and then we'll kind of finish with for me. Uh, I've been on vacation, still playing Xenoblade Chronicles Two. I'm still loving it. It's uh, I'm surprised at how how good of an rpg it is that's all i'm gonna say about that it's great i'm gonna
3: pl- apply to this so i can get this no way
0: let's move on to uh sam so what have you been playing sam
3: uh honestly not a lot uh check down a bunch of games um during the you know steam next fest oh nice um i really only want to talk about like maybe one or two of them sure um uh But I will say that uh, one of my big rules to myself going into this was I would not play any demos that did not work on the Steam Deck. Um, (laughs) I know that is a sort of weird thing because they're just demos. They're not full versions of the game. Um, But I can tell you I only had one issue. Um, Hmm. And it wasn't even that the game didn't work on Steam Deck. It's just that it was a mouse and keyboard game. uh, And there were too many buttons to map to the buttons that I needed. So... Um, That game got thrown in the trash. Sorry. Um, (laughs) But I did check out a bunch of things. Um, You know, uh, I I wish that going forward, if they're doing this again next year, um, if your game has a demo on Steam Next Fest, I don't care which program that you have found yourself on, uh, put a little icon that tells me that your demo is available. Uh, I understand that that trailer is going to be up forever. Uh, and that you on YouTube don't want to say demo available next week and somebody three years from now starts flipping out because it's no longer on Steam. I get that. <laughs> Just put an icon. Tell the producers of the show to put the icon there. Please do it. Um, so uh, number one game that I wanted to check out uh, and uh, I wanted to mention because it was mentioned in our chat was Cult yeah. of the Lamb. Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, everybody's favorite cute game turns... Uh, murder good time and cults uh who doesn't like to be a cult leader um so yeah uh demo played great on the steam deck um basically
2: you have did you have some fps issues on when you played on steam deck
3: uh yeah it seemed like every once in a while it would like skip a frame or two um it wasn't a huge deal um but it did it was noticeable but it wasn't very frequent so it didn't bother me um but again, I, I I chalk it up with it's a demo, you know, yeah. there's no guarantee that the game, the even the full game will run on Steam Deck. Um, but the demo ran perfectly fine. Um, I think it also uh, defaulted to like 1920 by 1080. So it was one of those games you kind of had to go in and change settings because it didn't automatically recognize Steam Deck. Um, mm-hmm. But if you haven't mm-hmm. seen anything on this game other than the fact that it's uh, very cute. Uh, is that it's basically a roguelike, but also a, uh, city town builder, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um, Demon and Demon Animal Crossing? <laughs> um, I would compare it, uh, well, so it's interesting because it seems like it's gonna have, like, sort of structured dungeons as opposed to, um, mm-hmm. more, like, randomly generated. And I-, I might be wrong in that, and, like, the floors themselves might be random, but the, like, sort of map of the, you know, of the progression is more locked and defined, Um, but it's very interesting. Like the game, like the demo certainly had like, you know, it was very structured and there wasn't a lot to do. You basically ran through like a dungeon and a half. Um, uh, and, uh, it like didn't really give you much of the city building stuff to kind of mess around with. Um, but it seems like, you know, you'll be running this city that are running this sort of like small village, which is like your cult headquarters and you'll be recruiting, um, cultists from different events and stealing them from other cults maybe. Um, and then also like gaining items in that sort of city building world. so kind of like a I don't really want to compare it to Stardew Valley, but that's sort of like you're getting resources to craft into bigger items, which then probably more resources and bigger items. Um, and uh, you know, you're building different things for your cultists. Uh, <laughs> there, there was an item that you got. Uh, that was like it seems like you can give gifts to your cultists that affect Hmm. them in some way and one of the items I picked up was like oh your uh, cultist lives for 15% longer and I was like they die Uh, so it seems like (laughs) you'll have to be dealing with some of that stuff too Um, you know if you're into like if you're vaguely into witchcraft and stuff like that there seems to be some tarot nonsense going on in there too um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was very fun. Uh, it seems like the combat might be a little rigid, at least in the demo. Um, you know, hopefully there's, it seems like you'll be getting sort of randomized weapons and randomized mm-hmm. spells as you walk into dungeons. Uh, probably some aspect that you can lock those more into place as you play along. Um, so I, I don't know if the combat will necessarily feel great the whole time. Cause it was kind of getting a little, eh, with it by the end. It's not like the demo was very difficult either. Um, so yeah, it, it, it'll be very interesting to see the sort of whole package in that, but I did really enjoy the time that I spent with it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, again, it looks adorable. That art style is like very nice and very clean, um, yeah, very yeah. thick outlines. Love that in the animated game. Um, so yeah, uh looks great. Uh, if you're, you know, I think it's one of those where, if Hades is a game that sort of you sort of experimented with, and that got you into those roguelikes, um, not so much the story end of it, but the like gameplay loop of it. Um, I think this might be like the next, like, you know, if you're still kind of dipping your toes in that, and you're too afraid to go to something like rogue legacy, <laughs> this might be like where you sort of experiment more with that. Um, <clears throat> the other game that I don't really want to talk too much about, because I think we've covered it before, uh, was is Curse to golf. Um, yeah. Yeah, Curse to Golf, uh, you know, is a basically a sort of 2D, like old school. Well, it's not even like old school, um, because even those were kind of like three D ish. Mm-hmm. It's a like it's a side scrolling golf game. Yeah, so it's almost yeah. more like one of those like sort of mobile games that you can yeah. download and it's like golf with end- your friends and stuff.
1: Endless golf. Yes, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah,
3: yeah, like those sort of like um, you know, you're not so much like dragging it and trying to release it like Angry Birds. It is sort of still the like you're setting your arc, you're setting your yeah. power. You're sort of there's only. Excuse me. There's only three clubs. At least there was only three clubs in the demo. But it looked like maybe you could get different clubs as you played on. Um, And then it also has a card system, which is sort of like, um, you know, like I guess you could call them special abilities. And some of them are more focused on, you know, it gives you more turns. So instead of like normal golf where you're just playing to like try to get the lowest score, you have a certain amount of shots that you have to beat the hole in um so you know some of the cards are like oh well now you get two bonus shots but then other ones are like you can activate it and before your shot and during your shot if you want your ball to just drop straight to the ground at any moment you can um so there's sort of different abilities and different aspects of how you can sort of stylize it and these courses at least the ones in the demo seem to uh suggest that there would be more than one way to effectively get through the course um of course which will uh, you know inspire the sort of like lowest number runs for those sort of like high score chasers and then also I see this game as being like probably pretty good for speed runners too um, they're probably going to come up with some interesting strategies of how to do best in this game uh, and I don't know it, it feels you know I think Golf Story did a really good job on the switch of like giving you another way of playing golf that was like more interesting than just here's 12 holes or I'm sorry 12 holes 18 holes uh yeah I'm a real sports guy um so you know I, I I'm looking forward to that uh I know we talked about it a little bit uh uh when you guys were at Pax East uh I did make it through the demo uh which I, I think was a question mark for Dally while he was at Pax East yeah um <laughs> and uh, they did give you a nice little driving range to sort of mess around with stuff um you know to kind of experiment with hitting and stuff like that afterwards so uh, I mean, I'll, I'm all in. Uh, that game looks fun. Uh, played great on the Steam Deck. I think it's also coming to Switch and stuff like that, too. So um, uh should be a fun little indie game. In everything. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of one that, like, uh, you know, it has been kind of getting the uh, news traffic and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't want to mm-hmm. spend too much time on it. Cool. Um, and then the other one I sort of experimented with, uh, but I think maybe somebody else will talk about it, is Potion Permit. Um. So, yeah. yeah. If anybody played that, I, I will hand it, the reins over to you.
2: That that's me. I did it. Yeah, he did <laughs> it. But, um. Yeah, I put I put a decent amount of time into potion permit. Actually, um, that one was pretty well fleshed out. Um, and I'm trying, I'm pulling up my uh, my Steam library so that I can see how much time I truly yeah. truly wasted on. It, is it gonna show? Nope, it's not very cool. I'm glad that I talked about it. Good job, man. Uh, I think I probably spent like close to ten hours on just on that demo. To be quite mm-hmm. honest, I spent ten hours on more than one of the Steam Next Fest demos. Cool, actually, oh, that's great. Uh, because I <laughs> I put ten hours into the Dome Keeper demo. Love um, that, which, advanced,
0: which, man. Yeah.
2: Dude, I think I'm pretty sure they made it harder from the packs build.
0: I they did make I, tweaks, yeah.
2: I think felt dude, is, it felt way harder than the one. Is, PAX. It,
0: uh, is it because I beat it at packs? I, I think,
2: I think they saw you beat it, it and they realized <laughs> that it was way too easy. If Dolly sure. can beat this,
0: it definitely is way too easy.
2: Um, but yeah, no, um, potion permit is that you know speaking of stardew feeling games that's that's potion permit um you're in a very stardew feeling town with kind of you know characters that all have their little daily schedules and um you know you've got a section of forest where you can go out and harvest uh resources so that you can make potions and you're settling into this town to uh try and become i love the
0: visual style by the
2: way this is really cool. the, it, it looks great um some of the stuff is neat on i mean you know it's only a demo so uh there's only so much that you're gonna see uh but yeah no i mean it was it's got the loop it feels good um you know people get sick and they don't trust you because you come from the capital and they're on their little wayward isle uh mm-hmm. but you know you're so, yeah, you make your potions and you keep people safe and you make um, make friends and get to know people and you have a dog that you can whistle for and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that one will probably be quite good. Um, try to think if there's another one on... that I spent any time on for Steam Next Fest. It ends really.
0: tomorrow, by the way, I think. Steam Next Fest ends tomorrow. So make your Make your plays... The next twenty four hours,
2: <laughs> do they hold the demos down? They do. They do. Pull the demos down.
3: I think. I think some, some people choose dumb. to keep them up, but yeah. yeah. Overall, I think you know the sort of bigger <laughs> ones you might see disappear.
2: Yeah, part of that anyway, is because
0: uh, it's very similar to what the Summer Game Fest demo thing is going to do with Xbox uh, in the next couple weeks here, which is <clears throat> they throw these demos out there. For people not only to experience the game but also get feedback. And so you can't yeah, get a true. Out yeah. there. Uh, the, yeah.
2: A bunch of them are rough demos. They yeah. are here, here is where we're at in developing this game. Yep. Um, yep. and so the a bunch of them are not do not benefit for keeping mm-hmm. these demos for posterity available yep. um yeah. online. So I get that's
0: that. But saves generally don't carry over from these demos it,
2: either. Exactly, exactly. These are true, There's true no demo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um then the last thing uh, actually was Dragon's Dogma: Darker Risen. Oh. Um, so I never actually played Dragon's Dogma before, even though I was talking about how mm-hmm. uh, yeah, kind of like familiar we were. You
0: and ninety nine point nine percent of the people who want Dragon's Dogma two have not played. Dragons. <laughs> I don't actually.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna be perfectly honest. I don't. I don't give a shit about Dragon's Dogma two. Uh, I,
0: I own it. I it's
1: careless. the uh, it's the hard drive headline of mother yeah, really is, yeah. Earthbound fan excited to try play a game for yeah. the first time. Yeah, yeah. exactly, time, right? exactly.
2: <laughs> except, except in this case, like yeah, I mean, I you know what it took for me to buy Dragon's Dogma for it to be sub five dollars? Yeah, yeah, was what really did it. Um, which I'm sure it has been before, but I just didn't really care. And I again, I still, I still, but I will say with how old that game is originally um it does a lot of really cool impressive things Mm -hmm. for the time and in some cases even still from other modern games it doesn't necessarily look as good as those games while doing it um but the the pawn system is neat Mm -hmm. and you know pretty original and the climbing and grabbing system is kind of cool and uh and yeah i mean i probably played like two hours of it so far but it's uh it's also brutal like if you go in the wrong zone in dragon's dogma you will just get absolutely (laughs) fucked up um the there you get a bunch of quests really early on Mm -hmm. and you're supposed to be able i think to go to your quest list and then say okay where on my map do i go so i did that to the t for the, and this is like the second quest in the game. The, the dragon shows up, and you're trying to get people uh, medicine, and you have to go collect some flowers to do it. Now, what you're supposed to do is just wait until nightfall, and then you can literally um, pick the flower in the town that you're in. I went to the quest and then said, Okay, show me on the map where I go for this flower. And it, you, it's like, it took me all right past this you leave the you leave your town you go past a garrison you turn left at the fork and you go up a hill sh- kill some wolves and then there's bandits there's one fucking bandit mm. that has a that's got like a helmet and a sword and a shield literally two shots you hmm. and you can't uh, almost unkillable uh it's just a you know you don't play many of those kinds of games anymore. sure there, uh, that's it. Cool. That's what I've been doing.
0: Cool, cool. Um. Well, let's go over to JJ. JJ, it's all you, man. You oh, are boy. the story of the century.
1: Oh, am I? That's unfortunate. Uh, that's it. A-
0: I, I here, we right?
1: have I have two review codes. We're gonna do them both in this one thing. Usually we try to keep it to one, but
0: you have you, it's let me you gotta to You have thing. a you have a bunch of I have a bunch codes. of review We're codes. We're only gonna cover focus a couple on two. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: I I because I I'm reviewing. Well, I'm done with Shredder's Revenge, like yes. in terms of what I need to talk about it for review. But I'm doing a review review, so yeah, I'm not gonna okay. put it here. Um, but uh, just. I, I guess spoilers. Hey, that game fucking whips ass. Um,
0: Whipped shell. But yeah. with, but not that game. What game are you going to talk about right now? Uh,
1: well, Let's start with uh, the one that's going to take the least amount of time to talk about. And not for a bad reason, but the Rift Tracks yeah. game. Um, I got that code a few weeks ago. And uh, I'm sure everyone here is at least vaguely familiar with Rift Tracks. Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, Um, you know, it's Mystery Science Theater. After Mystery Science Theater went under, after Sci-Fi Channel canceled them, uh, the crew had to find new jobs. You had uh, Joel and uh, his crew uh, did Cinematic Titanic, um, and Mike and uh, Kevin and uh, his crew all went and did, um... there was something else between Rift Tracks and this that I can't remember. But, um, but Riff Tracks ended up becoming the thing for them. And it is a massively successful website where it is just doing the uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 thing, but on a completely digital scale now. It's like you download, you can download the commentary for uh, big budget movies and just sync it up to the movie. Uh, they have ones where you can just buy them with jokes already, sort of like get the commentary already yeah, integrated yeah. into it. And they do a lot of shorts, like old shorts and things. Um, So this is sort of an extension of that. If we played what the dub on the anniversary edition Mm -hmm. of uh, side questing this year, Mm -hmm. and this is relatively the same game just from the same developers with the Rift tracks uh, branding and crew and writing team involved. And you kind of got two play modes. You have pick the jokes and write Mm -hmm. the jokes.
2: Um,
1: So, uh, I held off a little bit because, like, when you first start playing the game, I mean, there's a lot of content in there, but you you start to see duplicates a little bit if you play it more than once or two, a few times. But they they updated it, so now there's like like oh like probably twice as much, maybe a little more than twice as much what it launched with. So it's pretty good to know that they're supporting it. Um, so you see right there, writer riff. It's basically like. Uh, Anything from You Don't Know Jack, where you're trying to basically make your friends laugh. Yeah. Um, you you're the one writing the joke, and you have like a robot voice reading it over the movie clip. They're going to show you a movie clip. It does a pretty good job, actually. Yeah, yeah. You you have a movie clip. You uh, write your joke, and when the movie clip plays, the robot voice will like plays back the movie clip. Will include it into the um, mm-hmm. the scene. Uh, they also have pick the joke where. Um, you have a, a list of jokes written, it's usually pulled out from other ep- like movies and stuff that will play during the scene. So it's pre-written jokes by the writing team of tracks and uh, so when that clip plays, it's whoever said the joke. So it'll be Mike, sure. Evan, or yeah. Um, so it's the actual uh, like audio yeah. clip
0: from them. An oh, actual audio cool.
1: clip. Yeah, that's it's an cool. actual audio clip because it's like I said, it's pulled from a different nice. uh, from like a, a, one of the other movies. And it's got a lot of the great, it's got most of the great classics, like people that watch Rift Track stuff knows things like the short film, Shake Hands with Danger, Roller Gator as seen there. Yeah. Um, uh, Plan 9. Yeah. Space, and, and, and a lot of other stuff. Um, and it's got full integration for Twitch and, and everything, mm-hmm. cross play. It's like up to, I think it's six or seven people plus 12 mm-hmm. audience members.
0: What's really kind of cool, uh, from what you're explaining, is that yeah, yeah, like we're gonna probably we would probably do the write the riff, my family and I, because we love to write yeah. just stupid things. But the riff tracks aspect really pulls from the pick the riff because yeah, it's the actual audio clips. So if you're a yeah. fan of the show, you may find even more um excitement out of uh out of the game i think
1: uh, yeah because like when we did what the dub like yeah uh, here (laughs) it was most of the most of the comedy came from just trying to make each other laugh yeah um we were doing our best to just try to get a rise out of each other um but like but i think the pick the riff like is definitely is definitely more sort of just pick it up and play like We've got a few minutes mm-hmm. at home or whatever. Let's just do. It. But like the write the riff is the party game aspect of
0: it. Yeah. Okay,
1: the okay. pick the riff is the Cards Against Humanity version of it, or apples to apples uh, if you're a little less edgy. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and and the write the riff is like we're here. We're throwing up. We're, ha- we're we've got everyone here. Let's just sit down and play this game for like an hour or something. Yeah. And, and play it. it. It's it's a great game. Uh, it's ten cool. bucks. Like it's a steal for that. It's something that's and it's, you know, it's low profile, so it can always be on whatever device you put it on. So like there's no reason to ever delete it because it's like 180 megabytes or whatever, you know, like it, it's nothing. Yeah. So um yeah, it's for cool. 10 bucks. And if you can get if you can get enough people together, um it, it, it does have a single player aspect You can actually play it single player, mm-hmm. which is absolutely broken and pointless because it's just you making jokes for yourself.
2: Yeah, uh,
0: just hearing how they. I reacted. feel like it's yeah.
2: the the saddest possible way to play yeah, that. I,
1: I, I played it. I, I played it. I played a round single player, and there is nothing satisfying about it. It's so, fun. Was... It's fun to yeah. It's fun to see the clips and stuff, and like like pl- like just playing with like in the sandbox of riff tracks a little bit. Especially if you're doing the pick the riff, like writing the one. There's no reason. But the pick the riff one, like I guess I can see the sort of like, like I said, playing in the sandbox of riff tracks, mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. like, like playing with playing with. Maybe trying to chorus. see what
0: works. Maybe yeah, what yeah. Works. I
1: mean, yeah. They're, they're, I can vaguely see it, but it's completely just like I can just like watch a riff tracks. Like <laughs> the shorts are ninety nine cents a piece usually or something, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, me. exactly. But like I said, um, cool. Yeah, great. It's it's a great game. Uh So. Good job to them. Uh I hope they keep updating it because they just throw in more movies, throw in more clips and stuff. Like it'd be fun to see more movies get mm-hmm. added to it as time goes, which I hope, but they haven't really said anything about that. Um, so What's that's that game? a card shark, uh Ooh. devolver uh game. It's uh I got it, I got a code for the I've been playing it on the switch.
2: Hand drawn uh, aesthetic.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's like, like I said earlier when pentiment when pentiment was being talked about, you can see a lot of the sort of aesthetically very similar. Uh, you know, it's a period piece, uh, side scrolling adventure game. Mm. I guess is what I would put it as. Um, and it's at first like it was one of those things where it's like I was really into it. And then I started like, eh, it seems like a little one trick pony, but then I got like super back into it. Once the uh, like, like the story actually, you wouldn't think looking at this, but like the story is actually compelling. And I was invested to see how this story wraps up. You start mm-hmm. off the game as sort of like, just, just you're just a, a young guy that's a mute that works in this bar. In, it's like in Victorian, you know, Paris. Um, and you're sort of, through some stuff going on, you're brought into this sort of world of gambling, except you're cheaters. Like you're being taught how to cheat. Um, not only in the game, but kind of in real life because all the stuff they're showing you is like actual sort of cheating methods. Yeah, like, I,
2: when I saw yeah. when I when I saw the the trailer during the Devolver showcase and yeah. all that all the shit, you know, they they kind of gave you little glimpses of the, yeah. the stuff and yeah. you know between the mirrors between posting and an, an associate like yeah. having you know having an in with somebody that's working there which like all I don't know. Yeah. I, it it's, it was it really got me got me greased up
1: yeah it's so what? like like this like it, it starts off real simple like the first thing that they teach you is like okay man what i need you to do is pour them some wine and there's like a little mini game to like gently pour the wine and you're gonna look over and look at their cards what i need you to do is tell me what their highest what the highest card is so if they've got like a their highest card is a king of clubs you have signals. So when you wipe down the table, it's like, okay, if you do it in a circle, it's this suit. If you do it counterclockwise, it's this suit up and down is this suit left and right is this suit. Mm. And so you're sitting there and like so you say, you're, you're pouring their wine and you don't want to mm. spill it. And you're kind of glancing at what their cards are. And then like you wipe the table down and then he wins the money. So you're all in on the grift. They should like, and, um, this isn't really a spoiler. The game starts off with this and it's, it's teaching you sort of um, how things are going to play out in this game. Uh, um, the guy becomes, the guy that you're playing against kind of becomes rec- recognizes that there's a grift and it ends up with, with the person that like is it, your caretaker in, in this, in this place um, gets killed. And so you end up going with the guy in the uh, pink coat here that you see, and you sort of become his like right-hand man. And, you're just kind of traveling the countryside uh, working your way up the ladder of society, grifting your way through card, like through gambling. And it's teaching you how to like, they show you how to play three card Monty and teach you like, if you were to really play three card Monty, you can really like use the stuff that they're showing you in here, like how to palm the cards and stuff. Um, And, you know, you see marking cards here Um, and you see there's a little bar at the bottom. That's the suspicion meter. So Mm -hmm. uh, this person is becoming slightly more suspicious. The longer you're doing something, the Mm -hmm. more suspicious they get. Uh, And if it gets to the very end, it's because it's an adventure game. Any number of things can happen. You can get killed. You can get kicked out of the establishment. You can lose everything. You can get ostracized from society. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, So you have to play careful while also like, remembering remembering all of these like card tricks that you've learned throughout the game, because you really do have to memorize these things at at a time. Like you memorize the patterns that you have to put out or how to, how to shuffle, how to deal, how to cut the deck. Uh, And on top of all of this, the story is genuinely fascinating. There's like, there's like a mystery to be solved in here. Like, and I got to the point where I, I I kept, like like I said, at a point I kind of was like, I don't know if this is doing it for me, but I want to know where it ends. And as you get further into the game, the stakes get higher, the tricks get trickier, some of the stuff that you've already learned gets harder. Um, and it's just, like, it, and it pays off. Like, the game actually has a really good ending. It's only like five hours. So it's, it's not a long game either. Um, but it's got a very satisfying conclusion to it. Like I didn't feel like it was all worth, like not worth it at all. Um, It's a gorgeous game. It looks great. It plays great. It's a really cool concept. I like this. I like this concept where you're not really the one playing cards most of the time, which, Hmm. you know, you think in a game, like a gambling game like this, you would play. There are times where you have to, because you have to show, like you've got like,
0: I love how fast the thumb is just like,
1: Yeah, well, you have to be speedy, or else they're gonna get like super suspicious. So you're a you're a very qualified, you're, you're, uh, you know, card <laughs> grifter. So card shark. I mean, it's right in the title. Um, but yeah, it's. I, I highly, highly, highly recommend this game to just check it out, Taylor. If this, if 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 just looking at this did it for you, then I think yeah. you'll enjoy it through. And yeah.
2: Well, also, also, you said five hours and story driven. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. We're hitting all all the points. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Checking all the boxes. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um. Yeah. Just a question in terms of like how it's actually played. Like we're watching yeah. gameplay. If you're listening yeah. to audio. Um, And, you know, it seems like what you're doing here, at least, is very, like, predetermined, right? Like, you're going into this game, and this is the steps that you're going to have to take. Yeah. Is there, like, situations where, like, you know, we've taught you these, like, let's say five things? Um, and now you're going to have to use all five or some combination of these five to make this game work in your favor is there any of that or is it like you know you're going to you know oh this is a fancy dinner party that we're playing this yeah. poker game at and we're gonna have to pull these like certain moves
1: it's it's definitely the latter uh you don't really get to free form it too much you can't just like all of a sudden decide you're going to do like uh card jiggering or anything like that Mm -hmm. or like card marking or something like going into it you know how you're going to grift this side of society this part of society so um uh yeah it's not as free form as uh as like okay i know these six things which three things are going to get me through this uh game most successfully yeah again it's definitely mostly narrative driven Uh, And, like, even the controls are very simple things. Like, uh, I've been playing on the Switch, so it's a lot of, like, just button, like, QTEs. It's it's a lot of QTEs. Um, like Or, like, you know, rotating the stick around and everything. On PC, it's just mostly mouse work. It's not like you're pushing any buttons or something. It's, like, jiggle the mouse up and down, left and right, circles and stuff. Um, But it's definitely more of a narrative game than it is, like, a hard game in any way shape or form
0: like, like an actual poker game okay yeah cool. yeah i was real ta- curious what it was going to be like okay. yeah
1: because the, your goal is to ne- is to rarely be the winner your goal is to just be help who, who you're partnering with be the winner gotcha. so yeah and Excellent. there are there obviously are exceptions to the rule sometimes but by and large that's the that's how the gameplay flow goes um it's great like i said uh, five hours perfect length for this game uh it's if I it, it didn't outstay its welcome at all. So there we go. Card check All right.
0: And with that, that's all we've been playing. I'm sure we got other things. Uh, I sure I know Zach's been playing a couple things that we'll get to with him next week. Um, or next time, because we'll probably re- be recording again later this week as we get back on get back on <laughs> schedule. Uh <clears throat> with that said, you can find us at sidequesting.com, sidequesting TV on Twitch, sidequesting on YouTube. Taylor, we can find you at Taylor Bliss.
2: I dare you. Uh
0: at the underscore double underscore J. See, I like that he's pointing I, at nothing.
2: Yeah,
1: I, well for me I'm pointing directly at the double j.
0: I'm pointing directly uh, at the it. It's totally not in it. Not, not on, but on our screen. <laughs> <but. laughs> <No, it's laughs>
1: like, because I'm mirrored. I learned the trick. I'm mirrored. So it's like if I if you wanted it to, I could do that, but I'm not pointing at it on my screen. <laughs>
0: oh, see, you're definitely pointing it on our screen. Yeah. Um, and then Sam is over okay, I almost went the wrong way cuz he had me screwed up Sam right there Sam can, can,
1: can. I'm on the track the baby back I on the track find me on the track baby are you ready and are course- you ready for hot wheels are you ready for that oh yeah oh I guy? forgot
3: to mention that that's that's going to rip uh yeah Damn, actually boy. I am I am now that uh all summer events um are done and concluded I am getting into <laughs> gym racing lifestyle uh going forward for the Sweet. summer so <laughs>
1: Hit that big orange track in the sky, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Big orange track in the sky where you'll find us on the next episode. And also, by the way, Discord. Join our Discord. We had a bunch of folks uh commenting during the stream, so it was always cool. Find us, find us on the track and in the Discord. We'll have a lot of fun. But that said, we'll see you on the next episode
3: of